Hey, welcome back. Uh, we are talking about how we are, how God is good. And as we're going through these stories throughout the Bible, it, it just amazes me how much to see what God has done for humanity, what God has done for us. And through these, what is this, what God has done to these people and through those people has done for me personally. Um, we are in the book of Genesis. I believe we are in chapter, let me pull it up real quick so I can let you know if you're reading the Bible. Uh, we are in Genesis chapter 13, and we are talking about how Abram and Lot separate from each other um, in this journey that they're going on. So quick recap on Abram. Uh, Abram and his wife Sarai could not get pregnant at all. Um, so Abram was praying to all the gods, find out how we can get pregnant, how they could make their name great, how they can have the things that Abram wants to have. None of the gods talked back to him except for this one God, Yahweh, Jehovah, El Shaddai, Elohim. Uh, he talks back to Abram. The only God that does, and basically says, Abram, if you leave your father's household, if you leave what you know, and you follow me to the land that I show you, then I will make your name great. So with that, Abram says, let's go do this. Abraham leaves, he takes Sarai, he takes what he owns, and he takes his nephew Lot. Now his nephew Lot is like a son to him because his brother, Abram's brother, Lot's um, father, passed away. So Lot was like a son to Abram. They go through... Um, they f go to a place called Bethel. There is a famine in the land. So then they go to Egypt. In Egypt, Abram tells Pharaoh that Sarai, his smoking hot wife, is his sister. Uh, Pharaoh tries to go and marry Sarai. Lots of stuff happened. God basically tells Pharaoh, leave Sarai alone. She is a married man. And Pharaoh said, well, I didn't know that. And then Abram goes and he prays over Pharaoh, forgives Pharaoh. Pharaoh forgives him. They go on their way. Now they're getting to a point now where Abram has a lot of things because he got a lot of things being uh, Sarai's brother in the sense of trying to, of Pharaoh trying to gain that pleasure. So between that and having those spoils of, of having having those gifts and Abram being a smart, savvy businessman, uh, him and Lot have a very, um, him and Lot have a lot of stuff. So much stuff that both of them, their servants, the ones that serve Lot, the ones that serve Abram, they start fighting over fighting with each other over who gets what water, who gets what privilege, who does all this stuff. So they're fighting every day about stuff. So then Abram then goes to Lot and says, Lot, buddy, dude, you're like a son to me. I don't want to fight you. I don't want our families to fight. I don't want our servants to fight. We're just too big to live together. So how about this? You pick whatever land you want to go to. And I will go in the opposite direction. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. If you go north, I'm going to go south. You pick where you want to go, and I will go the opposite. Because I believe that God is going to show me to a land. And unfortunately, the land he's going to show me is not big enough for the both of us. So the Lot looks around, and Lot sees this awesome land. Has rivers and valleys and green plains and nearest to a city. So now he can trade and do all this stuff, which is near the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. So 
Lot says, there, I want to live there. That's where I want to live. So then Abram then goes the opposite direction. And as after Abram leaves, a God appears to Abram and says, hey, look as far out as you can, both north, south, east, west. What you see, I will give to you. Basically, what God's doing is God's saying, well, let me, let's back up here. When we follow Jesus, when we follow God, when we follow Yahweh, when we follow Jehovah, when we want to fully acknowledge him and have him be a part of our life, there is going to be a cost. And that cost is really giving up a lot of what we have our hope in. Abram's hope was in Lot. Abram's hope was that Lot was going to inherit. It's going to be big because Abram really didn't have a kid. He didn't really believe yet that God was going to give Sarai a kid. He believed that that God, Yahweh, was going to make Abram's name great. But he didn't really believe, because God never said at this point, that he was going to give Abram a son. So now here we have God, we have Yahweh, we have Jehovah, who now is given, who is now speaking again to Abram and saying, Because you gave up your hope in Lot, and you've thrown your entire Lot, quote, pun intended, I guess, your entire uh, hope, you casted all your cares upon me, you've you've put all your faith and hope and trust in me that I will come through for you, I'm going to give all this to you. And what makes God so good in all of this is that, one, God didn't have to do all of that because he's God. He can do whatever he wants. And He can, what he's going to do is going to be good for us, going to allow for that growth to happen. But two, God is willing to honor us when we honor him. That is such a good part of God that we can't get, that we can't, get rid of. That the more we honor God, God will in turn honor us. Because when we honor God with our finances, when we honor God with our things, when we honor God with our family, with our cars, with our bodies, when we honor God with our words, God is then going to turn around and say, well, if you're going to honor me, let me honor you. And then you're going to honor God back and God wants to honor you. And then you're going to honor God back and this perpetuating cycle to where we honor God out of the gratitude of our hearts. And God as a father who loves us, who is good to us, is is going to want to give us even more. So if you're trying to figure out What is your next step in your Christian walk? What you should be doing? Let's take a look here and focus on how you can honor God more with what you have been given. How can you give more if you can give more money or give more time or use your words and conversation to honor God more and honor his laws and his way of life more? The more we can put all of our hope in who we need to be and who we are and what we are supposed to have, When we can put our hope in God, in Jesus, when we can put our hope in what he has established as the best way to live, it is going to be better for us. It's going to hurt in the long run because we're going to be tearing away the hope and desires that we have. But then when we're going to move a ways away, God's going to say, whatever you want, I will give you. Uh, Jesus says this in the New Testament and in the Gospels. And and he says, um, seek first the kingdom of heaven 
and its righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. The idea that when we can seek God and actually truly put him first, which I have a hard time doing, and I'm working on doing that. When we can seek God and put him first, God wants to add all these things to us because he knows we can, one, we can handle it, but two, we're going to do what we're supposed to do with it, which is find a way to take what God has given us and even honor him more and, and, and make him seem more holy and righteous and be that good witness to the people that are around us, the people who he showed us, shows us to, and he basically can then show us off. So uh, that's what I have for today in this, in this chapter. Um, thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.